On this edition of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast, striving for success, a major league visit for kids in Calgary, and a wide-ranging discussion with Chris Rietzma. Welcome to Alberta Dugout Stories the podcast. I am Joe McFarland. We're going to change things up this week as we'll have not one, not two, but three interviews for you. In just a little bit, we'll catch up with former Major League pitcher and Calgary native Chris Rietzma to talk about Mike Soroka, Edgar Martinez, and a few other things. But before we get to that, a doubleheader of sorts. The Strive Baseball program just got started in the last year in Calgary. Earlier this month, they held a camp for kids headed up by Toronto Blue Jays catcher Danny Jansen. How did he end up here? Well, he had a friend in high places. Drayton Valley product, Prairie Baseball Academy alum and former Jays pitching prospect Shane Dawson. He chatted with our own Ian Wilson about his game, strive and more. Shane, actually, why don't we start with um, just uh, the last year in terms of playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you ended up in Winnipeg, and that was the last time I, I spoke to you. And numbers were good. Did, was there an injury? I didn't see yeah, what, what kind of... Yeah, I had two injuries. Uh, yeah. front of my shoulder started barking a little bit, so I took yeah. a month off to kind of figure that out. And then my first start back, one of my last pitches, I felt a, a tug in, in my rib cage underneath my shoulder blades, and I, I pulled, a, pulled a muscle in my rib cage. And two injuries on the year, that's kind of... It's kind of it for a season, so yeah. Um, you know, I still have passion for the game. I wish I could still play. My body just not really working with me right now. Are you? So what's what's happening next in terms of playing? I liked. I heard what you said about uh, mm-hmm. you know play until they rip that jersey from your from uh, your back. How does that yeah. apply to you personally? Well, and, we'll see. It all depends on how my body feels. Like right yeah. now, my shoulder's still pretty cranky, but hopefully, yeah. I can get in the gym with some of the guys that we had running the strength and conditioning, and you know maybe get me a tryout in February or something here. But uh, you know, if my body won't co- cooperate, I'm not going to end up, you know, putting myself in a wheelchair by 40, so. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, before we get into Strive, tell me a little bit about, uh, you've you've got a lot of experience in Alberta. You're a Drayton Valley guy. Mm-hmm. I think you were born in Fort Mac? or I played you, Fort McMurray baseball for that's like what it was. about yeah. 10 years, and then yeah. I played a couple in Drayton, and then I started driving to Spruce Grove yeah. to play for the then Spruce Grove White Sox yeah. uh, with Coach Rob Boyk and... Uh, yeah, from there I got uh, I got picked up by PBA. Yeah. Played a year there, won a championship, had a great time, and yeah. got drafted by the Blue Jays. Yeah. So I mean, from an Alberta point of view, mm-hmm. you've been all over the province. What is the, you know, what have you seen in terms of the evolution of the game in this province? And, and I think it's I think it's going in the right direction. You know, you see a lot of a lot more Alberta guys starting to get drafted or starting to go to D ones. Yeah. Um, guys like myself. Mike Soroka, Jordan Precession, um, Laron Smith, a lot of those types of guys, Corey Scammell. Yeah. So I think it's really moving in the right direction. I mean, Okotoks is doing it the right way. Vauxhall, yeah. uh, Prospects in St. FX and Edmonton are, are on, on the right path, in, uh, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, so I think we're doing a lot of good things here, and hopefully we can kind of you know, add to that and really, really take baseball by storm in Canada. Awesome. Well, and tell me about uh, Danny, your relationship with him. You guys met mm-hmm. in the minors, I assume. And, uh, yeah. How did that so, relationship kind of get to the spot it's at now? Well, I was drafted in 2012. He was drafted in 2013. So I think we first maybe mingled a little bit then. Yeah. Um, 2014 was when we kind of really started to become friends. 
Uh, he would catch pens. We'd be in the locker room together hanging out. Um, first time we really played together was 2015, and he was catching pretty much every game I was pitching. I was yeah. having probably my best career statistic, statistics-wise. Um, and, you know, him and I really, really vibed on the on the mound and behind the plate. We uh, kind of were always on the same page, and it made it easy. So that really pushed our friendship along. And, uh, you know, we just kind of had interest in the same things and played together in 16, 17 as well. Um, and, you know, it's just it's just kind of evolved from there into awesome. a pretty good friendship. So happy to get him out here and show him, yeah. show him what Western Canada is yeah, all about. Yeah, first time out here for yeah. him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and tell me about Strive. How did that come about? Was this was this your idea? Was this well, a, a group af- of friends? What's the what's after the After Winnipeg, I came back. Uh, I was relocating from Edmonton to Calgary, so I was looking yep. for a job. Yep. I reached out to uh, Andrew McLean, yep. and he kind of kind of hooked me up with with Sean Foster, who wanted to start this up. And yeah. you know, we found a pretty good group of guys to start this up with. We had a good core of 12, 15 kids yep. that really wanted to get better, really wanted to learn. So um, got the ball rolling, and once I kind of got my feet wet in the Calgary baseball community, I, I really wanted to put this together. Yeah. Um, a camp with Danny. I tried to get some other pro guys, but it kind of conflicted with schedules. But uh, you know, went well, I think. So we're probably going to try and make this a, an annual event where we can get a couple big leaguers from Toronto to come down and really experience uh, Calgary and Alberta and get these kids some exposure. Yeah. What's uh, what's the experience been like working with kids? You were obviously at that mm-hmm. stage at one point in your life, and you've you've got a lot of experience to to offer and, and things to talk about them with, and well, and show them, teach them as well. Yeah, I, I really enjoy it. I feel like I relate to kids pretty well. I feel like yeah. I'm a pretty young soul. I mean, I'm only 25. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, no, I just I, I I really like trying to help people get better. Um, I feel like I have a wealth of knowledge. The guys around, the guys that uh, surround me in the uh, in the Strive community have a wealth of knowledge as well so um, I like watching kids have fun with the game and getting better and really really finding themselves in the game of baseball and and you know seeing their confidence rise mm-hmm. uh, on a Blue Jays note and on Danny's front what, what do you what should people expect from him this year? This is a big year for him yeah. professionally. And, and what I guess what have you seen from him that maybe the rest of the baseball community doesn't know about him? I think what people should expect out of Danny Jansen is somebody who controls uh, the pitchers very well. He's a very smart guy. He really understands the game behind the dish, and he's willing to put his body on the line behind the dish. And that's why I would say all the pitchers really like him in the organization. I know everyone that I played with that was a pitcher loved throwing to Danny because they knew that um, he was willing to put his life on the line for the game and for them. Um, so I think he's a he's a workhorse. I think he's a really good defensive catcher, still making leaps and bounds defensively, and he's an above-average hitter. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you can get 270 out of a catcher with 15, 20 home runs, yeah. which is what I see him doing every year in the big leagues, like that guy's going to stick around for a while, especially being a great clubhouse guy. Yeah. How hard was it to get him out here for uh, out west for this this camp? Uh, was oh, it, was it, it was, a one phone call thing, or uh, yeah, it was pretty easy. We just yeah. had to find out a time that worked, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, he wanted to help me out, and I wanted to get him out here, be able to see him. Probably not going to see him that much anymore yep. now that I'm on the West Coast and he's yep. in Toronto. But uh, no, it was easy. He, he wanted to uh, go see the Rockies, go to Banff, and do a lot of cool stuff. So we had a great time. Um, yeah. I'm really happy he came down. Ian also had a chance to sit down with Jansen to talk about his first journey to Alberta and what's to come in 2019. 
so Danny, just uh, yeah, like I said, uh, I was I was hitting you up about uh, coming to Alberta and, and Calgary. This is a fr- your first time to the province. Tell me a little bit about the trip out here and what you've uh, you've seen, both just kind of touring around Banff and the city, yeah. but also baseball-wise. Yeah, so you know, I've had the opportunity. I, I know uh, Shane Dawson, who is uh, one of the guys here at Stride Baseball, and he's the one that set the camp up. I used to play with him at the Blue Jays, so he's a good buddy of mine, and he invited me to come out here to Calgary. I've uh, never been. Yeah. Um, so uh, me and my girlfriend came out here, and, and so far we've had a blast just going uh, sightseeing. We went up to the Calgary Tower. Yep. Uh, we had dinner there. We went to Banff, of course, which is amazing uh, for the whole day. And uh, and now here we have the last two days we've done the camp with these kids, and there's a lot of talent out here, man. It's, it kind of reminds me of of uh, Wisconsin, just kind of where there's a lot of hidden talent, and it's really cool to have these guys have this exposure uh, and just to, just to learn from a lot of guys with a lot of good passion. Yeah. Uh, Shane's kind of one of those, uh, he's been all over. Alberta. He's, you know, he's from Drayton Valley. He, uh, I think he went to school in Fort, Fort McMurray, or he was born there, mm-hmm. and then went to school in uh, Lethbridge as well. So he kind of knows the province really well. When did you, when did you first meet Shane, and, and how did that relationship evolve? What, uh, yeah. how did you guys become friends? Because he, yeah. obviously there's lots of teammates you have in the minors. Right. Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so I met Shane. Uh, he was drafted in 12, and I was drafted in 13. Yeah. And uh, I, I finally. As a, as a catcher, you always build a relationship with pitchers. Like, my best friends are all pretty much pitchers. Uh, I got a lot of other position players who are good friends, too. But, you know, a majority of them are pitchers and, and weird lefties, you know what I mean? Just, <laughs> and, so, and Shane, right, right, right from the get-go, we just had that instant connection, just personalities, and both from the north, even though he's more, way more north than I am. But, um, and I uh, just had that drive and that competitiveness. He's one of the most competitive guys I've ever met, and I love having a guy like that on the mound. And, um, Facebook, we played together full time in Lansing in 2015, and then in 2017 again, and then. Uh, but we've known each other for those years, and we've we've, we've been good buddies since. Awesome. And then tell me about Strive Baseball. I, I personally don't know a ton about it, but what uh, what is it all about, and why did you want to be involved in it? Well, it's just about helping young guys that, like I said, that kind of just remind me of of uh, just Wisconsin a little bit. We're just mm-hmm. it's not cold or it's not warm. There's not you can't go. Um, down to you know showcase in Florida or just be there in general. You have to be indoors and you got to make do with what you got and you got to. Um, I, I, I didn't a know bit more of a grind to stick exactly, with the game. Exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and that's where it starts, man. I mean, it starts with that passion that you develop when you have limited resources. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, and I didn't know anybody else really uh, of the staff here at Stride Baseball. Um, I just knew Shane and I yeah. came down here just because I know what his intentions are to help kids out. He's a good buddy of mine and. Uh, meeting everybody here, all, all the guys, man, it's a lot of passion in them, a lot of good people. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. What's the last few days been like, and what have you seen from the kids? And, uh, and just obviously, they're, I assume they're pretty pumped to, to meet someone who's a major leaguer yeah. and, and get them in their neck of the woods because we don't actually get a lot of that out yeah. here. Yeah, you know yeah. what? It's, it kind of reminded me of when I was younger and I had a chance to meet somebody who I would look up to. I'm not saying that you know, he's look up to me or anything, but yeah. um, it's still kind of cool to be in that driver's seat and kind of have that uh, that platform to help mm-hmm. kids out and just to talk to them and inspire them. Um, and so far, I mean, the kids have been, have been amazing. There's been a lot of focus. It's one of my first times ever doing a really good camp, so it's kind of really into me a little bit, and they're helping me out. They're all yeah. blast. Um, being a lot of fun, having a lot of fun out here, and everybody's just excited to learn. Yeah, awesome. Fun. Uh, let's let's talk Blue Jays a little bit. Uh, first of all, congrats on last season and just getting getting the chance to realize that dream and, and make the major leagues. Tell me about that experience and just having that. I think it was 30 games or so that you played mm-hmm. in. What was that like finally reaching that dream and then also just kind of getting to know the league a, a little bit? Yeah, I mean it was it's a thing every kid dreams of. And yep. 
um, it's still almost surreal. I wouldn't say that. I mean, it's, it's definitely settled in, but um, that that 32 games or whatever I caught in, and like the month and a half I was up there went by pretty quick. Yeah. You know, it's just like you're playing in front of your life changes. You're playing in front of 45,000 instead of 5,000 yep. at the most or whatever, and um, you're getting to play against guys who I played with Russell Martin, who I grew up watching, idolizing. You yep. know, I mean, I'm playing with them, and uh, it was it was really really cool going to Boston, Fenway, playing in Toronto. Um, and just just being uh, having that platform where these thousands of kids are coming up to you, you know, asking for autographs and yeah. making days just by saying hi. So uh, it was amazing, and I'm definitely looking forward to a ni- 2019. Yeah, was there was there moments where you were starstruck? Was there anyone like like at first? Like, can you admit oh, now yeah, that I mean, there is a couple guys coming to the plate? You're like, holy crap! Like, Jim Carlos Stanton. Like, when he yeah. walked up, I'm, like, yeah. I'm, I'm in my crowds, and he walks up, and I'm like looking up at this, you know, the sky. I'm like, this guy is huge. <laughs> yeah. And then you know, a couple times where I was just like. Uh, I was catching in Yankee Stadium, I remember, and I was just like fifth inning, middle of the inning, just after our, our guys warming up or whatever, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm in a Yankee Stadium right now. Yeah. Pretty cool. So. Yeah. Um, but then after that, you just realize it's just baseball, and you just yeah. carry on with your business, and yeah. um, it starts to become normal and natural, so yeah. a lot of fun. This is a big season for you. It's You're you're on the cusp of you know of, of a career here, like of a, of a lengthy career, hopefully. Um, how do you approach this season and how, like, you've had the taste now and you've, mm-hmm. you've kind of had a chance to get your feet wet. How do you approach the season? How do you not put too much pressure on yourself but also be like, yeah. hey, i got to step up now? Well, there's obviously, you know, a little bit of pressure, but just like you said, you can, it's kind of how you put it on yourself. So yeah. um, going into this off in, this off season and going into the season, uh, I've thought about that a little bit, and it's just like, why am I going to put pressure on myself when I'm just going to be myself? And mm-hmm. that's what got me there. Mm-hmm. Uh, just the ability just to, to make relationships and to, and to keep that, and hopefully that benefits me um, as being a, as being a catcher, and hopefully with the length of career, just building those relationships with pitchers. And uh, everybody likes uh, that comment where you get with somebody like Stodio. That's, that's the best thing that you can get. So, you know, just just I'm not putting any pressure on myself really. Um, I'm just trying to do myself. Be myself, you know, and and just just keep doing what I'm doing. So yeah, uh, hopefully that, that takes me where I want to be. Team's in an interesting phase right now. It's kind of it's come out of that that playoff uh, you know window that that was there. Not to say that's not right. you know on the on the table this year, but uh, there's also a lot of young up and coming players, and you know it's kind of an exciting time. But also expectations aren't what they were a couple of years ago. How does that uh, you know how do you kind of Look at the season ahead for the team as a whole. Yeah, well, um, it's it's exciting uh, for me uh, just because I play with a lot of these guys. You know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. and I know what they're um, like, what, what kind of guys they are, what they bring to the table, not just on the field, but mm-hmm. you know, off the field as well. And, and we're we're looking to build a really strong core of just leaders and and that that passion just to strive and the accountability and having the the the, uh, the veterans like Russell Martin, mm-hmm. Justin Smoke. And all these guys that, that all mix and match well too. I mean that's 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 huge. That's the, that's the key piece for it really. So mm-hmm. um, it's definitely going to be a, a fun up and coming year. Uh, I'm just hoping I'm a part of it. So I'm doing yeah. what I can to be. Uh, so I'm looking forward to it. Um, I mentioned earlier, you know, talk of Mike Soroka. He's obviously huge because he's from here and, mm-hmm. and he's kind of I think in similar uh, space that you are in that he had a taste last year and he's he's on the cusp of, of ready to to get after it, get after that MLB career he also came up with some guys like Acuna and like he got to see some of those guys what you've you've yeah. been around Bouchette, Bouchette yeah. and uh, uh, and Vlad what what can the league expect from these guys I mean there's there's all kinds of hype around just, them what yeah. what's your experience been with them the hype's real man I mean <laughs> I've uh I haven't played with Bo much but yeah. obviously I've seen him play spring I know what kind of player he is he's yeah. a freak he's so good and he's good in the clubhouse and then Vladdy 
It's the same way, man. I've never seen a 19-year-old with that that kind of eyes. Like in AAA, this guy, he was hitting three. I was sitting behind him, and he's like, I'm getting I'm getting up with a man on base every time because this kid is either walking or hitting a double or something like that. Yeah. I mean, he's just got the best. He's got such good play discipline. It's yeah. It's uh, it's that's that's what thing, uh, I think sets him apart from yeah. a lot of people. And he's a hard worker too, which is huge. So yeah, yeah it's it's gonna be fun. Those guys are grinders, and uh, like I said, hopefully I'm a part of it. Awesome. Uh, last question: What uh, what's your schedule like from here? You uh, you head back to uh, do you go home? Do you go to Toronto? Do you yeah. go to uh, spring training? With uh, so I'm I'm going home. Uh, I'm leaving tomorrow. I'm flying back. Uh, I'm going to Chicago. Okay. And then I'm gonna be going home. And then. Uh, I'm going on tour with the Blue Jays to Halifax. Okay. Uh, the 11th is that and 12th, I think. That's the winter tour kind of yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. going there, which is from this side of the country to the other, right? Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. That's, that's the 11th and 12th. I think flying out the 10th maybe or something like that. So that's, that's coming out to another quick turnaround. Yeah, so, yeah. But I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be a lot of fun. Going to get to know Canada even better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Awesome. It's, it's been a blessing. It's been fun. Changing gears now, Chris Rietzma's name has been brought up a lot in last year with his connections to Calgarian and budding Atlanta Braves prospect Mike Soroka. Let's go back to Ian with this all-encompassing interview. Just tell me a little bit about uh, baseball in Calgary and what you've seen in the growth of the game from the time you were a kid to yeah. to now. It's uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's been a bit. It's, it's, it's been a bit, yeah. yeah. I was drafted, I guess, 22 years ago, so it's been a long time. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't feel like that long, but anyways, that, uh, it's good to see, you know, that uh, there's some indoor facilities coming through and, um, you know, the, the one by um, Burns Stadium and then this one. I mean, it's good that the kids can start playing all year round. Um, it's good to see a bunch of youngsters coming out to camps like this. Obviously, we're fighting an uphill battle with, you know, soccer and hockey being as popular as they are. Um, so I'd love to see obviously more baseball being played here but uh you know i think uh, you have some good examples with uh you know mike stroka being the latest guy coming through yeah. and you know local kids know that there's a chance so yeah. that's kind of cool yeah. let's talk a bit about mike uh, i mean obviously we're we're going to talk about him but uh tell me about getting to see his mlb debut mm-hmm. this year like that was a that was a dream for him to get yeah. there i talked to him in uh, february and he was so laser focused on yeah. that and it's yeah. Uh, he mentioned you and how good it has been to have you to talk to and, yep. and bounce things off of. And, and he also had you know some injuries to deal with, so it was a really yep. up-and-down kind of year. Yeah. How much contact have you had with him, and how good was it just seeing that, that debut as well? Oh, it was great. Well, for one, seeing it, I mean, it's, uh, you know, he's, we're in contact quite often. He yeah. calls me all the time where I text him, make, make sure everything's going okay. Obviously, I followed every start in the minor leagues for him, and then... Uh, I kind of figured it was getting to be pretty close because they had some major league needs and he was doing so well in the minor leagues that it was just a matter of time. And uh, I was uh, I was I was back home for a bit. He called me and the, and I was walking down the aisle of a the frozen aisle of a grocery store. He called me and told me he got called up. I got all choked up and yeah, he's yeah. like a younger brother, you know. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I flew out there, watched that, and it was pretty pretty special. Yeah. yeah. And how about after that? Like I said, the year like he still had some good performances yeah. after that, and then yeah. you know some injury woes. Yeah. Uh, how, what kind of things are you telling him to help him through dealing well, with some of that? Yeah, I think it's more of a, you know, the first time he's ever been injured, right? Yeah. So or, it wasn't even that big of an injury, but it was still scary, like, you know, to a point where he got, he called me and said, this is the first time I'm feeling a little bit freaked out here. Yeah. So I just kind of just reiterated, hey, stay positive day by day. A lot of the same stuff you talk about pitching, you know, you got to compartmentalize just one thing at a time and it'll work out. You got to trust the process. Uh, and he worked so hard that, you know, it's just a matter of time. And it wasn't a big injury. So, you know, we're looking forward to seeing a great, uh, a great, another jump forward with him this year in 2019. It'll, 
should be pretty special to watch because he's got he's got front line stuff. It's yeah, be, it'll be fun. Yeah. Um, you pitched in Atlanta as well. Do you still have a lot of contacts down there? Is there any um, mutual kind of, of friends you could hook them up with? Or not tons. I mean, yeah. you know, in the baseball world, it's it's pretty fluid, right? So yeah. you don't have a lot of guys that are still there. Right. Um, you know, some of the same clubhouse guys. You know, yeah. organizational guys have been around, but for the most part, the total change over there. So um, not too much on that front, but I can tell them where to go to eat and stuff. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, tell me, uh, one of the stories uh, that we're, we're working on, we uh, we interviewed Logan Seifert. Uh, C- I'm going to yep. mispronounce his Yeah. Yep. And you had coached him on the junior yep. team in 2012. Yep. And we were yep. actually just kind of talking about Otani because you guys would have faced yep. Otani back then. And, yep. Uh, rookie of the year announcements coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell me what you remember of 2012 and seeing yep. Otani as a kid at that time. Um, I mean, believe it or not, he was the second best pitcher on his team okay uh another kid by the last name of fujiami was probably uh maybe not quite as physical and but but a better a better pitcher at that time mm-hmm. um and that kid since i think broken down and he's been injured but he's he's coming back otani was obviously extremely tall for a japanese fellow he's six five or whatever he is mm-hmm. and he was just long lean and had lots of arm whip and <clears throat> watched him warm up i'm like okay we got our, our work <coughs> excuse me yep <coughs> cut out for us well, he sprayed the ball all around a little bit. We actually ended up beating him that day. Yeah. And he was more impressive as a hitter because he put him in the three hole and he hit yeah. rockets all over the field. They couldn't yeah. get him out. <laughs> but he had. Trouble. He looked like he could pitch, but it wasn't like the the accuracy wasn't quite right. there yet. Yeah. He didn't have any command. I mean, yeah. it was it was a, he was a thrower and, yeah. and he was 17 years old or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, which there's a lot of kids out there that that are like that, right? So. Yeah. Um, but I knew he'd he'd be special if he figured it out, and yeah. obviously he did. Um, so great talent. Special. Can you still kind of believe that he's been able to do what he did in this last year, like in terms of doing both, managing I, both things? We see a lot of, we see a lot of younger guys, uh, Eric Sabrowski and uh, uh, Matt Lloyd, yeah. who are doing their pitching and yeah. their are hitting. But yeah. it seems like at some point along the way, it's like yeah. okay, time yeah. to focus on on one. Uh, you have to be extremely special. Yeah. I mean, uh, that's why you just don't see it very often. Yeah. I mean, you know. I can't think of another player that's been able to do that. And especially, you know, it's it's interesting that he was a, a starting pitcher, too. I mean, yeah. People say, okay, pitching him, but what kind of pitcher is he? Well, he's a starting pitcher, which takes that much more yeah. preparation, takes, you know, more physical grind than going to hit. So, yeah, I mean, obviously it's pretty special. And it'll be interesting to see where he, uh, you know, hopefully gets through this arm injury and, and moves on. But yeah. pretty special talent. Um, one of the uh, things happening this year as well is uh, Edgar Martinez, longtime Calgary yep. Cannon, is, yep. is up for his last year of, uh, yep. of uh, Hall of Fame consideration. Uh-huh. Um, I, I don't think you guys overlapped when you were in Seattle. I think he had, he yep. had retired by that point. Yep. Did you ever pitch uh, against him when you were in the majors, um, uh, from what you recall? You know what? I don't think I did. Yeah. Um, it would have been interleague stuff. I might have, maybe just one or two at-bats. Yeah. You know what? I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, I have met him a couple times because he used to hang out through the years and since in Seattle there. Uh, he'd come by and just say hello and stuff. But uh, I don't know him that well. But uh, yeah. obviously, he, I think he just um, stepped down from his hitting coach position in That's Seattle right. as well. Yeah. He, so. Well, he's going to be doing consulting from what I gather. He's not going on the road. So okay. he wanted time with the family, which you can relate to as well. You've got uh, enough, yeah. three girls, I believe. Three girls, so yeah. 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 All the girls around here. I was talking to Cooper yeah. And, and, yeah. and Drew as well. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you think uh, Edgar's a Hall of Famer? I do. Yeah. yeah, I do. Yeah, okay. 
Um, any particular reasons? Like a lot of people, it seems I, to have the DH knock is the one big thing, right? I just, I just think that uh, people don't understand how, how hard it is to do what he did. Yeah. And not too many guys can mix power and average. There's no holes on them. I mean, they just great person. I know that has nothing to do with the Hall of Fame, but I'm just saying in terms of being a, um, you know, being someone that, that made the DH position uh, extremely relevant, I mean, I, I think he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Um, I'll let you get to it right away here, but uh, last uh, last kind of question. Uh, moving on to the scouting side of things, uh, first of all, congrats on the award last year, being oh, thanks, named yeah. Uh, yeah, Scout yeah. of the Year. Thanks, um, you Working with Baltimore, tell me a little bit about uh, after the year that you're you're having. Does that kind of ramp up the pressure on you, or, or just tell um, me kind of your well, approach? You well, know, I mean, it's, there's so much to it, right? Yeah. Like, there's so many levels in different organizations, and so for one, I'm, I'm on the amateur side, meaning I'm scout, scouting the amateur side, and I'm just doing pitching, so I'm setting up the amateur draft for pitching for the Orioles. So when, you know, the Major League Club goes through ups and downs, we're kind of far removed from that. Right. Now, it is exciting for me, actually, because now I get to see all my guys actually come up. Right. 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 Um, where, so we'll see how they do. And, you know, it's just one of those things where it takes a lot of time to draft people and have them go through all six levels of minor leagues to, you know, yeah. to contribute in the big leagues and health and, X, you know, all these different factors, right? Yeah. So, um, but uh, we'll see. We'll see where, where it all ends up. And, um you know, I've got some. Uh, I'm on my last year of my contract in Baltimore, so we'll see what, we did, what happens and yeah. get from there. But I'm still enjoying it. How uh, how time consuming and, and how much travel goes into that for you? Is it uh, are you on um, the road all the time? I'm uh, about 100 days a yeah. year. I'm on the road. Uh, so I have, you know we have 25 staff that kind of report to us, and in terms of where the, the top pitchers in the, in the country are yeah. around the States, and then I go get them. I go see them. Yeah. I go see the top 80, 80 arms for the draft and then dissect them and put them on the whiteboard and order them and yeah. get ready for draft day. Is Has the online kind of realm changed that? I mean, obviously, you can get a lot of video now on guys. Does that change things, or is it still something where you you need uh, to see guys in person and shake their hand and, and kind of... You need to do both. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, uh, like, I do some video scouting. Yeah. Um... But only for major mechanical flaws. You know yeah. what I mean? Like if I'm watching a guy and I'm just like, if I'm seeing a guy and I'm just like mechanically, there's there's certain things you cannot correct. Yeah. I don't care what he's doing velocity-wise or what his numbers are like, but if there's certain things I think I'm I'm out, well yeah. then I don't waste a trip going because I know I'm going to be out. Yeah. Um. So that's why the majority of my my video scouting will adhere to those rules. Yeah. Um, 90% of the kids, they I won't be out mechanically because they've already passed those tests of different eyes seeing them. Now yeah. I see them and now I grade them up uh, awesome. live. And how's the enjoyment level with scouting compared to the the playing days? Is it uh, well, obviously a different game? But uh, nothing's like playing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I enjoy. I keep my foot in the door, and I get a I get to be a decision maker, um, which is fun. Yeah. You know, I get to sit with the general manager and. The, you know, so that's kind of fun still to keep my foot in the game. It's better than not being in the game at all, right? That'll do it for this edition of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast. We want to thank Shane Dawson, Danny Jansen, and Chris Rietzma for joining us. Also want to thank Ian Wilson for doing the vast majority of the legwork on this one. And, of course, we want to thank you for downloading and listening to the podcast. We just surpassed the 1,000 download marker, which is incredibly humbling. 
If you get a chance while you're downloading and listening, drop us a rating and a review while you're at it. Those kinds of things will help us become more visible on the national stage. Again, thank you so much for your support of Alberta Dugout Stories. We'll chat again next week.